This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Thank you all once again for joining us for yet another episode of the Beauty and the Beard AEW Weekly Roundup. I'm Woody. I'm Sarah. And we have a whole lot to talk about from Dynamite Rampage as we do each and every week. But before we get into those topics, I want to let you know where you can follow us. You can follow the show on Twitter at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. You can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts at. And if you have any questions for future episodes of the show, obviously you can't ask any questions for this episode because we're recording it now. But if you have any questions for future episodes, you can send those questions to beautyxthebeard at gmail.com or on Twitter. You can use the hashtag AskBXTB. And if you enjoy what we do, please give us a five-star review on Spotify or iTunes. We would greatly appreciate that. So with that out of the way, uh, I'm going to, with your blessing, Sarah, I'm going to run down the Dynamite and Rampage winners and losers. Yes, I'm going Okay, go. all right. On Dynamite, which was May 11, 2022, Adam Cole defeated Dax Harwood in an opening round matchup for the Owen Hart Tournament. That was a great match. Great match. Yes. Uh, CM Punk defeated the meat man of the Dark Order, John Silver. Uh, Punk got booed out of the building too, man. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's interesting. But it is Long Island. Apparently, he is the villain no matter what he does. So, Tony Nese defeated Danhausen in a squash match. That was quick. That was quick. Um mm. But we did get Hook coming out. And we didn't get the, got the little handshake. Uh, I was excited. Ricky Starks defeated Jungle Boy to retain his FTW title. But we had a whole lot of reasons for that to happen. And we're going to talk about that later. Um, Tony Storm defeated Jamie Hayter in an Owen Hart tournament open round match. A great showing from both of these ladies. I was, uh, I was very happy about this match. Uh, and in the main event, good lord. Uh, I, I was having panic attacks. <laughs> Hardy. In an upset. I mean, I'm, I'm calling it an upset, really. Yeah. I mean, defeated Darby Allen. Legit not what I thought was happening. No. Uh, Owen Hart tournament. Another these, these Owen Hart tournament matches have been great so far. Uh, mm. But Jeff Hardy advances. How about this match? I mean... I was wanting to close my eyes through some of this stuff. It was oh, I was I scared. Was. <laughs> I was scared. I was genuinely like absolutely petrified. I think I ended up watching some of this, um, like via a pillow. Yeah, just yeah. Just, just like this is crazy. The latter spot. Oh, oh man, don't. I still love in flashbacks. It was like a four hundred foot ladder. In the ring. Let's find the tallest ladder we can. <laughs> in the ring, not on the floor, in the ring, and the chair set up on the floor, which adds an extra 
you know, three, four feet. I don't know. Does it matter when you're that high? Darby just like, whatever. You know, he does his version of the swanton, which, you know, he almost over-rotated and landed on his feet. God. <laughs> It, I was scared to death when he came off that ladder. Dude, but seriously, I, you, I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. But we knew when when Jeff Hardy came into this company and we looked ahead to, all right, fantasy matchups, Darby, Jeff, what are they going to do? Well, there you go. What is, hmm. And last week I talked about how Jeff may um, – you know, in the twilight of his career, you know, we're, yeah. we're getting some of these these fantasy matchups, these 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 uh, these matches we wanted to see him in, like the possibility of Jeff and Matt taking on um, the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing, which mm-hmm. may or may not happen, not official yet. Um, and I thought we're getting this match now because you know they realize, hey, we you know there's a, a short span of we're gonna of the time we're gonna be able to put on these matches. But seeing how this match went down, this look, you know. It's like almost this is as close to Jeff and his prime that I could imagine happening or yeah. having in this match. Not that he wasn't his prime, but it was very close to, to you know, to that level. I mean, it was mm. just some crazy stuff they were doing. Um, so what that tells me is we may get and the fact that Jeff won this match, we may get another Jeff Hardy Darby Allen match down the road. I might have been wrong. I thought this would have been the only one, but I don't know. I got a feeling we might see it again. I think people would want to see this again in a scary kind of way. I mean, <laughs> I'm often not seeing it again. Yeah. I was genuinely like, <laughs> man, this this is this is great stuff, though. Wow. Um, but I, I I could see why people wouldn't want to see it again for the health and safety of both individuals. <laughs> yeah. All right. On, Rampage, May thirteenth, twenty twenty two. Death Triangle defeated the Butcher, the Blade, and Mark Quinn, and then we had some. Uh, some some stuff with the uh, the House of Black at the end of that. They showed up, played some psychological mind games, but just let it, you know let the Death Triangle know they're there. Um, Sean Spears defeated Bear Boulder, sending a message to Wardlow. Uh, Ruby Soho defeated Riho in the opening match of the Owen Hart tournament. This was an awesome match too. Um, phenomenal showing from both of these ladies. And speaking of the tournament, we found out that Sheeta will not be able to compete in the opening round against Red Velvet, so Chris Statlander will take her place. Mm. Uh, yeah, I hate that situation for Sheeta. It's a bit um, one of them at the moment. It is. A um, little, little, little strange. Um, I, I hate that for her. I was looking forward to that matchup. Uh, but it will be exciting to see Chris Statlander as well. Uh, but I really hate that for Sheeta, though. Yeah. Um, um, so Scorp- in the main event, Scorpio Sky defeated Frankie Kazarian to retain the TNT title. We will talk about this one a little more, uh, whether we want to or not. We're gonna. Um, so the first topic I want to hit is MJF stipulations for Warlow to get his match at Double or Nothing. Yes. The the man has to take ten lashes. We've seen this before. It was brutal when we saw him, you know, give Cody 10 lashes. This might play out yeah. differently. I don't know. It wasn't that big. What? <laughs> it was um, And he has to face Sean Spears in a steel cage. Yes. So talk to me about these stipulations. What do you think about this? I mean, I feel like it's MJF's go-to. 
Tommy's up against somebody. He's just like, yeah, well, you've got all this to go through. And then I'm going to whip you. I'm wondering <laughs> if he's got a kink. <laughs> yeah, he might. Uh... Um, but no, I, I, I'm really interested to see what would take this because, like, they do this stat, man. Like, it's not like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's different with this one because I, I do feel like because of what we've seen already, he's going to be in handcuffs. So the dude's going to be in cuffs and taking the lashes. Yeah. This is a, it's a whole different visual than what we had with, with MJF and Cody. Um, and there's no there's nothing saying he can't put his hands on MJF. So he's going to take these lashes. And you you got to think after the 10th one, he's going to try to go after him, even with the cuffs mm. on. So we... we He's a little more volatile than it was with, with the Cody situation. So um, I'm interested to see how this plays out. I am a little disappointed um, that there's not something else that we've, we're going back to the 10 lashes if I have a criticism of it. And I'm sure mm. it's going to play out really well and it's going to be worth it. But just when you heard the stipulations, like you said, it's kind of his go-to thing where it's like, okay, we've, we've seen that before. Yeah. What about what about something else? Like, give me something else creative, other than just going back to the same well again. Um, but I have faith that it's gonna it's gonna look cool, and when it happens, we're gonna be thankful. Okay, now, this is pretty cool. I'm glad we got these ten last this ten last segment because I think it's gonna be pretty awesome. And I'm really looking forward to the steel cage match between Wardlow and Sean Spears. And we're right back to talking about Cody again. The last time we saw Wardlow in a cage was against Cody. Um, he didn't come out on top in that match. I have a feeling he's going <laughs> to destroy Sean Spears in that cage. Um, it's going to be interesting, even though MJF is going to be the referee for that match. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they, how AEW, from a booking standpoint, um, get Wardlow out of that situation with a win. Because Wardlow's got to win that. So, you would really, really expect that to happen. Yeah, because he's... My understanding is he has to win that match to get the match at double or nothing, correct? Yeah. So I'm really, although we know we we think we know what the outcome is going to be, it's it's really uh, the thing to watch is how they book that to get around what seems like a no win situation for Wardlow, but it's a no win situation that has to be a win situation. So that'll be fun to watch. Um, interesting stuff. This 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 feud. This this is. Definitely the top feud in the company right now. I think I think it would be hard to argue against that. No? Yeah. Oh, well, you got another one that you might. It might be this one right here I'm about to talk about. That might be what you're thinking. Um, Eddie Santana and Ortiz yeah. got a little bit of backup against the Jericho Appreciation Society on Dynamite. The Blackpool Combat Club. Because the boys was hit. And then he was just, he circled them. And then he just stood there like, yeah, you know what? I've got other friends. And then they all arrived. And then they were stood on the side. And then, oh, oh Eddie Kingston's on John Rotis. And I went, ah. And then I started driving <sighs> ventilating. <laughs> I was just like, this, this, this made me happy on so many levels. One, John Moxley's there. Two, Eddie Kingston's there. Three, Santana Ortiz and the rest of the um, Bicycle Club, Blackpool Congo Club, were there. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then my little heart went, 
Oh, Eddie's still like backing up Mots, and Mots is like backing up Eddie, and it's they've not mm-hmm. forgotten. Oh. And you guys are in trouble. <laughs> and uh, this time now, Daniel Garcia, blink, 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 and get on the right side. <laughs> I was so happy for you because I know when John Moxley came back, you were waiting for the reunion yeah. of Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, and it didn't happen because Eddie was doing his own thing. Then John started doing his own thing, and it's like it's not going to happen. It happened, and I was I was so happy for you because I know you wanted this to happen. So I bad, literally. So went on the fight app, got to that bit and took a photo of that moment. I was like, <laughs> I'm keeping that. It's so good. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Me bodies um, and me bodies. And oh my God, now we've got William Regal <laughs> face, face face little face talk face. with uh, Jericho. Jericho. Which, mm. Yeah. I, mean, that... I doubt we'll see Regal in the ring. Um, no, we're not going to see him get physical. I think you Utah will be doing his um, New Japan stuff. Mm-hmm. So that sort of makes sense why, like, Danielson and Mox will probably... Yes. So it should be Jericho Appreciation Society. When we get to the match, and we we assume it's going to be... It's got to be a blood and gut style match, right? Oh, could you imagine? Um, so Jericho I just Appreciation... want to see uh-huh. 2.0 in a blood and guts match. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Because because of the white that they keep wearing. It's gonna be red. Um, and Mox is Mox and Eddie is gonna be like, yeah, killing time. So you would have the five Jericho Appreciation Society members and you would have Moxley, Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz on the other side. If we're yeah. that, if that's that's how we're booking it with with Utah being tied up with the yeah. best of super juniors. Do you know what um, else I would love? It's like all of the Jericho appreciation sites we've beaten down, but Garcia's left, and Eddie and Mox just like, <laughs> just <laughs> like completely and utterly like obliterate him to make him question what the fuck he's doing. What, what decisions he's made. <laughs> Look um, at your decisions. Where do you think you went wrong? <laughs> Here's a question, though, about where this match will happen, because I think we look at it and go, obviously, double or nothing. But mm-hmm. the issue there is it's a, it's a double ring. Yeah. They're not going to have two rings set up for the entirety of the pay-per-view. No. And that's what, you, that's what you would have to have. Mm-hmm. So I'm not so sure it's going to happen at double or nothing. I think it's going to be at a special episode of Dynamite. Um, because yeah. that, that's when the last one took place. It was an event in and of itself. And I think that match like that could be left off of the pay-per-view and become an event of its own on mm-hmm. a, uh, a special dynamite. So I'm not so sure it's going to happen at double earth. We may get some type of match involving, you know, whether it's Moxley and Brian Danielson versus um, Jericho and Daniel Garcia or, or some, you know, some iteration of, of that group. At, at See, I'm not Earth. even a fan of like a slight tease like that. Yeah. When I want it, when I want it to happen, I want it just all yeah. of them to happen. But and and I would love for it to happen at Double or Nothing, but I just don't see that match because of the 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 setup of the two the double ring. I don't know if that could work at Double or Nothing, um, but it would be interesting. I would love to have it there. I just don't know logistics wise how that would. You know, you'd be looking at two rings all night, you know, basically for every match, and that would be a little weird for the setup, uh, aesthetically all night. 
Um, but we'll see. We're definitely going to get it. I think we're definitely going to get this match whenever it happens. And whenever it happens, it, it's going to be amazing. Because um, I think that's why if it was its own separate special dynamite, I think that would be worthy because all of the focus would be on that match. You know, yeah. that's the, the main focus instead of it being on the pay-per-view with everything else. It wouldn't be lost on the pay-per-view. Trust me, that match would bang. But uh, it would be really cool to have. There's also, out. like, for the pay-per-view, there's also quite a lot that's already kind of, mm-hmm. like, high up there. You don't want to kind I know it won't get lost, but you don't want kind of to overshadow, like, you know, anything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. So if you've got the violence of the tournaments, yeah. you've also and, got Hangman Punk. And AEW pay-per-views are super long already, yeah. typically, because we only get four a year, so... You had you had a blood and get smash to that, and it's going to be a sixteen hour pay per view. <laughs> yeah. Well, it might um, not be considering using the ring, but <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it might true. be over very quick. True story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think last time they did blood and guts as its own thing, didn't they? They did. Yeah. So, I think I, that probably would be the way to go. Yeah, it makes sense. And plus, then it gives them plenty of time. I know yep. there's a build up from the side of Eddie. Santana Ortiz, but then obviously to kind of build Mox mm-hmm. and Danielson and William Regal into it. And I know it's it's really close to the pay-per-view. Obviously, it's the same week of it, but I wouldn't... I, I wonder if they would do... Because they're going to have Dynamite and Dynamite Rampage and Double or Nothing all in Vegas. It's like a whole week in Vegas for, mm. for AEW. Uh, so I would think they would want that dynamite to feel really big going into Double or Nothing. You think? Mm. I mean, would they do that as a go home show for the pay per view to have blood and guts in that same city? I mean, they're trying to make a whole week of this thing, and that would be weird. But you don't want to wait too long. You don't want to mm. wait too long after the pay per view to do it. I know, but um, also it's kind of a weird in between. Yeah. But what you don't want to happen again is to give something too early. Yeah, and then rampage, and the pay per view happens, and then the following week, people are still talking about the fun and guts thing. I, I'll, I'll be really interested to see if it doesn't happen at Double Nothing, if it comes before or after, um, because we're getting pretty close now. Mm. Um, I don't know, but it's going to be amazing whenever it happens or however it happens. Uh, something that was not quite as amazing, uh, very. Uh, <laughs> Iffy, we'll say. Uh, wh- <laughs> what is your take on the TNT title situation, especially uh, how Rampage ended? I really missed the glory days, and it was only two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe I I can't believe the whole open challenge Cody thing, which it was Cody, but it was good because we got Eddie and Ricky out of it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that's the. Um, Brody Lee and Derby things two yeah. years ago, and it already feels like after Miro, the title's just been wow. reduced we, to nothing. Yeah, and we think of that Miro run, which was amazing, and and Sammy being the one to beat Miro, we were thinking, whoa, like, yeah. this is this is amazing moment, uh, and it really, I, I mean, there's been some amazing matches since then, but as a a title run, uh, the title picture, not just the matches individually. Um, it's been a little, a little wonky. I'm trying and to be. And also, nice. what I'm really confused about is Sky was being the face. 
Yes. So Guevara was the heel. But now, guys, the heel does uh, not mean Guevara's fit up. That, because, you know, reports were that, you know, as soon as Sammy and Ty were seen in that building, they were booed out of the building on Long mm-hmm. Island. Um, so to have them, whether they're baby faces or heels or whatever, they were put into the position booking wise as something that baby faces would normally do. Mm-hmm. They come in and, and run off the bad guys, which was what Scorpio Sky became again. Uh, thought he was going to turn on, um, on, on Dan Lambert and, and, um, Ethan. and yeah, Ethan Page, but, but you know, he didn't, he, joined him it was all part of a plan i guess um he looked kind of reluctant at first like i thought maybe he's just going along with it but mm. then it then he started smiling so and then he started kicking because he's headed so yeah yeah and you have to assume that he knew all about this this thing so it's it's a it's a mixed feelings and like it's and i know we don't always have to have baby faces and heels but when it's it's constantly they're mixing it up and it's not um, even that it's just the constant back and forth. I don't know yeah. what I'm meant to be feeling about this title because its prestige was so high and now it just feels like it's a like I feel like no disrespect for me, but I feel like the FTW title is more of a prestige right now than TNT title. Yeah, and that title to, isn't even recognized to a degree. <laughs> to a degree, yeah, I could. It's I, I, really, it's really weird. Um, and um, it sounds awful, but I just don't want Sammy to get it. No, me either. Just me either. But away from it. But they're putting so much focus on Sammy that you you get the feeling that they're you were, were at least at the very least going to get another match. But the only thing I can think that's happening is is it's like oh this will get them heat. Yes, but do you remember when Cody got heat and it wasn't the right heat? Yeah. You because... could be going into that territory and, like, people are going to start getting really annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I was really cool with the fact that it felt like Sammy and Ty were, you know, they were, whether it was planned to get booed, I don't think they were planned to get booed, but they were getting booed and it felt like they are okay, well, we're going to lean into it. We're just going to be heels mm-hmm. and that's the way they're going to be booked. But then they turn around and get booked as baby faces, kind of at the end of the show. So it's it's not about how they're being received. It's how they're to me. It's how they're being booked because it's really I, weird. I, yeah, I didn't. I just did not like the way they were booked at the end of the show. It didn't fit because I, I liked the direction they were going with Ty and Sammy as heels. I, I'm cool. I'm down with that. Um, but with the end, it was just confusing to me. So uh, I don't know. Um, just keep an eye on this on this title picture going forward. Hopefully, we uh, we get some more solidity. We can solidify what's going on. I just I just need some like clear. Cl- I miss I miss where it was like open challenge, and you'd have somebody come in, and then somebody come in, and then you could start to see who was like you know, like yeah. coming up for the next thing. Because look at how Darby got to it. I- we just need Miro just to come in and, and just straight, straighten things out, right? It just needs to stop being passed back to Sammy Guevara. Straighten things out. Because yeah. at the moment, I know he was listed as a pillar, but I really don't see that right now. Yeah, there's, there's we need it, some, it, the, uh, the whole, like, shiny got off Jericho and yeah. when he first left that situation has yeah. completely gone. Yeah. For me, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have some uh, repair work to do, I think. Um, unless there's a bigger plan that I'm missing. Um, uh, but something I'm really digging 
is the feeling in this world title main event feud between <laughs> CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page leading into Double or Nothing. The crowd reaction for both of these going forward is going to be really, really interesting. Yeah. And not in a bad way, like like the Sammy, uh, Sammy and Scorpio Sky thing. In a good way, because they're both they're going to start throwing everything at each other. And I think it's going to be really fun to wear. I think they've crossed into that gray mm-hmm. line of face heel. It's just blurred completely now because it's now getting personal, which yeah. you're like, how? <laughs> you've, you've not really spoke to each other until recently. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, you can tell, and that's what I love. You, it exudes from Punk that he wants that title. Like, it's not, you know, he, he, again, like he just said, and he said, it's not personal. It's business. I want that world title because that's why you should be wrestling. That's kind of the whole point. You should be wrestling for titles. And he's this close to getting the AEW world title. He wants it. It doesn't matter who has it. It just mm. so happens to be that Adam Page has it. And Adam Hangman has this. You can still tell he has this chip on his shoulder, even yeah. though he's beaten these great people. There's just another thing he has to prove right in front of him. Yeah. Um, it's it's that thing where he's got to get over this this mental hump where I've got to prove this to myself, not necessarily to the fans. I got to prove that I'm I'm better than the best in the world. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I I love this feeling going in. That's big stakes feeling to this match. Obviously, the highest stakes in AEW, the the AEW World Title. But uh, but with these two guys, I just I have a feeling this is going to be. It's going to get even better going forward. This is this is going to be a fun feud uh, for this world title. Yeah, and I also just like love the fact that Punk just seems to be a heel in Long Island. Like that is that's the it. only place. That's I the only place. The only place. Um, yeah. And just when he did that book shot, he was just staring straight into Hangman's soul. I was just like, "Oh, you yeah. get." <laughs> Finishing silver off with the buckshot, Larry. Yeah. Oh, like adding insults to injuries. Yeah, I, I feel like going forward because of what we saw in the MJF Wardlow segment is that um, Punk and Wardlow are now going to be heels in uh, our own Long Island, no matter what going forward. Mm. Like if you feud with MJF, if you have a lengthy feud with MJF, you're going to be booted out of the building every time you come to Long Island. Um, I would be afraid if I was Sean Dean to ever be booked in a match <laughs> on Long Island because they're probably going to boo him out of the building because he's beaten MJF twice. Well, Mox um, beat MJF and he didn't get booed. Mox is a little different. Yeah, he's special. <laughs> <laughs> you can't he's boo a, him, you'll more than likely punch your lights out. He's a special case. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he's coming to the crowd. like Yeah, he's like, boo me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go on. <laughs> just like a day. I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here. Um. Hook and Danhausen, no. ladies and gents, they are going to be facing. No, no, no. We need to call them by the proper name. Hookhausen. That's what we're going to go with, right? Yeah, but that's they what were... everybody's just decided to yeah, call them. Yeah, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's been a thing before it was ever a thing. Yeah, it was, it's been a thing for so long. The crowd's reaction to that was just perfect. <laughs> are, they're going to be taking on Tony Nice and Smart Mark Sterling. Apparently, Smart Mark Sterling. He says he can't go. He kind of he kind of got power bombed through a table by Wardlow. So and the gonna... last time he wrestled, he wrestled Mox. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go so in that either. superhero costume, <laughs> and he just got 
pummeled. So. Yep. <laughs> but they are currently booked to face Hook uh, Hookhausen uh, um, as the buy-in for Double or Nothing. I think this is a perfect buy-in match. I love how I am like, I'm watching the buy-in. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times you don't. I you know. know. I know. But, yeah, I, and I think that's what's brilliant about this match is that a lot of people that don't watch the buy-in are going to watch it now. Oh, yeah. You, get, you got to see what happens in this. Oh, 100%. Um, I love the yeah. fact as well, like, Taz was like, yeah, apparently, like, you know, I might be seeing more of Danhausen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know here, hearing Taz, you know, talk about him was kind of, you know, he wasn't putting Danhausen down. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, Danhausen. I literally loved yeah. the fact that Hook came out to see Danhausen and Danhausen was like, oh, <laughs> oh. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> I, I, I just, um, you know, booking forward uh, after Double or Nothing and into the future, I'm wondering if if the the rift between Hook and Team Taz is going to come when Ricky Starks does something to Danhausen. This is what I said last week, weren't it? That's Did you say that? Yeah, Did you I say said, this last week? I said something's going to happen where Hook has to, like, kind of, you know, go his separate way with this and there's, there will be, like, something between Team Taz about this because, like, obviously Team Taz is meant to be this unit that sorts stuff out, yeah. but if Hook yeah. leans away from it... Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I forget I forget what I said yesterday, so I don't even... <laughs> I didn't say the exact words, but I definitely yeah. said something along that line. But it doesn't surprise me that I've completely forgotten about now. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but Ricky, what I, what I'm Ricky, if Ricky does it, because I think Ricky should be the catalyst for this. One, he's super sassy, and I think he that would sassy. work. And he would just he would be the type of person that would not want to be around somebody like Dan Housen. Mm. You know, he is totally above everything that Dan Housen is <laughs> I can about. already just see Ricky's face, just like. Yeah. You imagine, like, if they do, like, say Hook, like, further down the line, Hook has a match, um, Rampage, Taz is there, Ricky's there, Hobbs is in the back because he's always there. Yeah. And then Danhausen's on because him and Hook, and, like, Danhausen's doing commentary, and Ricky's just like, Cameron just looks Ricky looking at him going, What? Like, <laughs> yeah. Ricky, what are you going just, on? About? <laughs> just does not get it at all. <laughs> and if and if he does something to Dan, to Danhausen and, Hook retaliates, mm. you know, that's, and I think the long-term story has got to be for Hook to be the one to take that FTW title from Ricky Starks. Yeah, and who, who's daddy going to choose his I know. actual I, son or his adopted two sons? <laughs> if this if this starts playing out, this is going to be an awesome, awesome story and feud. Yeah. It's going to be a, the, the, the first big-time feud for Hook. I think, like, Halloween... Hook comes out dressed as Danhausen and Danhausen comes out as Hook. Oh, good lord! <laughs> We're getting wild. That's that's that. That'd be something else. No, right but there. could you imagine Ricky's reaction? Well, with with Ricky, we've seen Ricky come out dressed as Darby before. Yeah, I could I could see him coming out trying to make fun of Danhausen, doing mm-hmm. the whole doing the doing the thing. You know, trying to put mm-hmm. curses on people. Sassy curses. Sassy curses. <laughs> All of a sudden, these people just stand up going, I'm so sassy. <laughs> <laughs> they can't help it. They're walking. So oh, all right. Uh, and also, uh, even looking more at, at, at Ricky Starks and uh, more specifically his 
is tagging with with Will Hobbs, it looks like we might have a a triple threat tag team match in the future. Kind of feels that way because um, during the the Ricky Starks Jungle Boy FCW title match, Swerve Strickland came out to try to help. Ended up actually. Uh, helping Ricky Starks win uh, to retain the title instead of helping him lose it. Um, mm. Christian walks out, bumps Swerve, not happy with what Swerve did, although Swerve was, was not trying to to, have, to create what he did. We had Keith Lee come out and stand with Swerve. We have Will Hobbs with Ricky Starks, and we obviously have the tag champions, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and the mentor, Christian, there. Uh, so it's really looking like a triple threat match is brewing between these three teams, and I'm here for it. And I'm here for it even though I hate triple threat matches. Um, but this is one of those situations where it just makes sense because this is kind of, you know, this feels like something that's sort of been intertwined for a little bit, but now uh, the fire's been stoked a little bit, and especially with the Christian bump of Swerve because Christian's – I get a little more irritated lately. Um, and you can't tell if that irritation is, is really with the teams that are people that are facing his, his guys, or if he's really getting a little more irritated with jungle boy. Cause he's losing. Yeah. Um, this, this is really interesting to me. What do you think about this? I said before the whole jungle boy, Luchasaurus tag run has not been the most, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, over thing in the world. No, and it hasn't. If, they lost it to say starts and Hobbs. You definitely got the catalyst for like Christian to lose his little fuzzy mind. Yeah. Um, but do you want to do that type of feud while you've got the MJF one going on and possibly Jamie Hater and Britt Baker somewhere down the line as well? You don't want to do too many of the same things. No. So. Uh, I don't know. I- I think what happens at Double or Nothing, um, because I think if there's a triple threat, I think Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus do lose the titles. Mm. Um, but I think it would just be kind of the beginning of that. I don't think you go fully into mm-hmm. Christian turning on Jungle Boy. I think that's just like the, the spark of it. And then they try to get back on track over the next few weeks, and then it may start a month down the road where he finally turns. So I think, I think you, you could have the spark here. And then a month or two down the road, actually have it happen. So, so there, therefore, there's some separation from from what's going on here with with the Wardlow and MJF and mm-hmm. um, and Jamie Hader Britt, which there might not be a separation there just yet. We may hold that off for even longer because it doesn't seem like yeah. there's. Um, but I could, I think there could be enough separation. You could just kind of get it started. Some some seeds being planted now and at double or nothing maybe yeah um but i do think i do think if we go into that triple threat they're losing the titles um but i agree their 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 run hasn't been amazing um they've had some awesome matches uh but they just haven't had that feud that's that's really set their run apart from from others so um so let's look ahead to what's coming up this week on dynamite we have Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix in a Owen Hart tournament match, which a lot of these matches are Owen Hart tournament matches, and they all look awesome. Uh, there's no telling what's going to happen in this Kyle O'Reilly Ray Phoenix matchup. It should be fun. Uh, we have Adam Cole versus Jeff Hardy. 
in an Owen Hart tournament match. A, a match that we thought was going to be Adam Cole versus Darby Allen. But mm-hmm. And I, if I heard correctly, I think on Rampage they said this would be main eventing. Okay. Um, I think I heard them say that. And if we get to Dynamite and I'm wrong, I'm wrong. My bad. But I think I heard that. So we'll see. Um, which surprises me because these with these next two matches having some mystery around them, you would think one of them might be held off for the main event. Uh, one of those is Samoa Joe versus the Joker, or a Joker, not the Joker. There's going to be two Jokers. <laughs> a Joker uh, in the Owen Hart tournament match. Um, so we'll find out uh, who that Joker is going to be. We're also going to have Britt Baker versus a Joker in the Owen Hart tournament on this Dynamite. I'm surprised we're having both of these Jokers on the same show. Um, you would think it would do one one Dynamite, one the next, to kind of separate the two mysterious people or the mystery opponents who are going to be here. But now we're going to get both on the same show, so we get two presents. Um, Hangman Adam Page will take on Takashita, and as we saw with Takashita's last match, he was amazing. Uh, so I'm imagining him matched up with Hangman Adam Page, uh, this, well, this may still the show uh, with this matchup here. And then we're going to get Jericho face-to-face with William Regal. Some words are going to fly. And a verbal battle between William Regal and Jericho is going to be a win. Yeah. Uh, for the fans, because they're, they're great. Um, and Wardlow will take his 10 lashes from Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So, Dynamite looks really, really, really good. So now we move into the Q&A segment. Do you have a couple of questions for us, Matt? I do. Let me get my thing. All right. Get your thing. So we have a question from Coast. Well, we have two questions from Costa Rica. All right. First question is, since AEW turned the entire city of Long Island heel, is another place AEW could do the same? So we want another place that they could turn heel? Mm. Hmm. I don't know. What's Cody's hometown? (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's from Georgia, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that's where I would... I I, I attend my Dynamites in Atlanta because that's the nearest biggest city. That and Birmingham, Alabama are close to me. Uh, So, I don't know. Maybe Atlanta? I don't know. I really don't think they would do that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's the first one that popped to mind. I don't know. Um, that's, that's tough. Uh, is there is there a town in England they could turn heel? All of England there? at the moment until AEW oh. get over here. <laughs> okay. Long Island is such a special case because of MJF. You mm. know, that's a really special place to, um, I don't know. I mean, they could sort of make Chicago heel against MJF, but, I mean, that's everywhere, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say he gets booed everywhere. So uh, he'll Stanford. get. Yeah, true. Yeah, the, the, is there a place they could do it? Uh, is there an arena there they could do a I show? No idea. Just generally. If so, if so, yeah, Stanford, Connecticut. That's a <laughs> that, that could be a place. That's what we're going with. Stanford, Connecticut will be the they would b- b- boo everything uh, AEW because they just love everything WWE. Maybe yeah, not. That's, but it makes. Makes sense. But, I mean, people are that dumb to buy tickets for something they don't like just to make their voices heard. So, yeah, I mean, a sale's uh, a sale. It is. <laughs> I ain't spending my money that way. 
I ain't going to no WWE show. Going, eh, you can't. I'm is, not going to the one in Wales. WWE yeah. thing. Just oh, so you're not. Go, no. So yeah, I can wear not. my AW shirt. Like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Don't spend your money that way. Don't 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 hate. I spend. ain't giving don't them people spend. money that I don't like because it's yeah. stupid. <laughs> All right, what's your next question? Next one from Kisterick is, of all the Joshi wrestlers AEW has featured, which one in particular would you wish to see regularly who currently isn't? Hmm. Um, I mean, Maki Ito. That was my thing! It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's hard to, to not say her, but mm. Yuka Sakazaki... Um, I really, really love her too. Um, we saw her face Riho um, here recently in the qualifier for the Owen Hart tournament. I really, really love her. Um, and I've only seen like, you know, four, five matches um, of her, but everything I've seen, I've loved. Uh, so between her and Maki Ito is the obvious one, though. Um, she uh, just a short stint, you know, with AEW, but I really, really liked what I saw. Um, so, yeah. Those two, for sure, for me. And I think we both agree on Maki Ito. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it. Uh, thank you for the questions, Costa Rick. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, looking forward to Dynamite this week. It looks to be a fun one. Uh, but before you go, please don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter if you haven't already. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at strange underscore pixie. You can. Please follow or subscribe to the channel on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, if you enjoy what we do, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify, if you don't mind. Y'all be good out there, be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Spin. I ain't giving them people spin. money that I don't like because it's yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your next question?